0: i'm ollie
1: hi i'm jazz and welcome back to mix talk so how have you been how's life what you been up to sun shining out here i wonder if it's shining for you (laughs) yes i've just done i've actually okay um
0: i've been good um it's sunny outside as well i have not worked out the whole of this week uh and this is kind of embarrassing to talk about but I live a 10 minute walk not even a 10 minute walk I think it's like a seven minute walk from my house to the gym and I have rarely walked that route just because it's been raining and I've always had these excuses of oh it's windy oh it's cold like I'd rather drive it, it takes a minute and a half to drive how bad is that for the environment um but yeah long story short it is sunny today so I did a little walk to the gym feeling great did some gym workout. I've still not showered. Did some yoga outside in the sun because the gym was really stuffy and hot and disgusting. So I was like, I'm just going to do my sets, lift my things and then um go and do some yoga in the backyard and it was amazing cuz the sun is shining and I'm about to go outside again. I'm so excited um, I've been, I've been good, I've been good, I'm just trying to think about, I need to start writing down my keynotes for what I need to say in this podcast, because sometimes I just tell you guys things that are top of my head, and then I remember later on, I was like, oh, that would be interesting for you guys to know, um, but what has happened, I have yet again been ill, everyone in my life is ill, I went down to my parents' house for Easter, I... So basically this, when we're recording this, it's Easter and it's the Monday, like Monday Easter. So I have basically had almost a week off from work and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go to my parents' house and just see my friends and family and all that. So it was really great, but my mom was sick she works in a kindergarten so she got it from little children um also I know other people working like in kindergartens who are also sick so they just gave me lovely hugs and viruses and bacteria I don't even know what I had so that was great so I was like at my parents house like having a fever having my best time of my life but I'm good (laughs) I'm good I'm good and I will probably tell you this next week, but there's some exciting things that are happening in summer. I don't want to speak out too loud, just in case people (laughs) who should not be hearing this hears this uh, before I do the thing that I need to do. I know this is a lot of exciting stuff. I will tell it to you probably next week, or no, like next episode, next episode, because I feel like that will be safe. But Jazzy knows what it is. Um... Yes, I do. But yeah, that has been me. I've been really good actually and I feel like when the sun is out, I'm just the, my best self. I was like everyone else is doing my hustling and living my best life. <laughs> so Love that. What
1: about you, Jazzy? Anything new? Um, oh, I don't know. So the last time we spoke, um Sam was here. So when that was really nice, I have to say though, um, the week like tired me out because I'm, you know, when you like have a routine, um, and you just get stuck in that routine, and um, I'm really like become really thing about going to bed. Like I'm like I have to I have to go up to bed at half nine, otherwise I'm not gonna get sleep to sleep. Like I don't go to bed at half nine or to sleep. I just have to go up and get ready for bed at half nine now and um, obviously that's not very sociable um, when Sam is over so uh, yeah so I didn't go to bed at half nine I was going to bed close to like 12 but like where I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning and stuff I just died so the weekend after I literally did nothing um, I just slept a lot, I think I had about two naps in one day, and I woke up late, and I was like, wow, this is, I did not know, I was this tired, <laughs> I really need my sleep, I've realised, like I can't cope on five hours, like, I can function, but by the end of the week I couldn't function, so yeah, but it was lovely, it was nice, I'm sad he's gone, um and then yeah it's been easter hasn't it it's easter weekend it's actually a monday today and so i'm on bank holiday mon no easter monday so no work woo i love that extra long weekend yes i have been loving it so friday actually was a little bit of a difficult day it was a year since my nan died um, so that was sad, but we went to the cemetery and, uh, went out for lunch in Leighton because that's where she lived and it was nice, you know, just nice have memories and you think it gets easier, but it doesn't. I know my mum was really upset, um, so we just kind of kept busy. This weekend, still had a very good weekend. Saturday was my uncle's 65th birthday, so we went out for his birthday to a nice meal. And then Sunday, my mum didn't realize it was Easter Sunday and she booked a bottomless brunch. So I went to a bottomless brunch with my mum and dad. Yep, Uh, which was great fun. Yeah, it was great fun. Actually, it was really nice because it was a nice day, so and it was up in London, it was near Hyde Park. So we had our bottomers brunch and then wear was a bit wavy, we went on a nice walk in the park. Um, unfortunately, shops were closed so I couldn't do drunk shopping, probably for the best.
0: I was about to say, your wallet is happy.
1: Yeah, my wallet is happy, but I was kind of sad because I was like, we're literally in Oxford Street and I can do no shopping because everything's closed. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like that's my week. I don't think anything interesting has happened. At work, I've been doing a lot of um, marketing training, actually, um, because I'm going to help out in marketing now as well. So the past couple of weeks, I've, yeah, had a lot of training, uh doing like website edits and um looking at press releases um looking at surveys i don't understand the surveys because there are a lot of numbers that's definitely not for me but yeah it's been good it's not been too bad No, know i feel like that's it that has been my life <laughs> Very know. very interesting
0: I'm still not over that you're doing little marketing like trainees and like doing things I'm really proud of you Well done going up in the or going up in life
1: yeah, I mean it's still in finance, so it's kind of boring, but it is marketing skills are something good for me to learn so that when or if I do leave it's probably a when not an if but when I do leave, I'll have the experience.
0: Yes, I feel like you need to grasp everything that you can within wherever whatever opportunity is. Even though you feel like this is not this place for me, mm. grab all the experience you can get. So when you leave, you can build from that. And maybe you could even enjoy something like from a skill that you brought up within that career
1: mm. choice you did at once. Exactly. Um, I just thought we'd dive into what we're going to look at, and we're actually going to be looking at diversity at the Oscars, um, mm-hmm. this week, so I want to start it on the slap, I mean, I want to know your opinion on, on that. the
0: slap! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay, I'm so sorry for screaming into your ears, um, I've tried to turn down my headphone so that it does not really shout out because I've just... I, I scream a lot so just turn down the volume on my microphone and it'll be good it'll Gucci it'll be everything good but um yes the slap jazz jasmine i know we're a little bit behind of time because this happened a couple of weeks ago um but when i just saw that i was like we need to have it on the show and we've already had like other pla- other schemes not schemes but themes that we wanted to talk about before this so it is what it is but that slap when um will smith slapped chris rock i felt that in my body because you know like when you saw him just okay 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 do you want to tell the story or should i tell the story like who... You go ahead. <laughs> who gets the honor <laughs> all right all right so for the people who are living under a rock and do not know that will smith slapped chris rock this is what happened. So it was in the Oscars, and um, so I'm gonna, as LA Times delicately put it, Will Smith's hand connected with Chris Rock's face. I just like how the how LA Times was, like connected hand with Will. Connected. It was all stop. It just connected. His hand connected to Will. yeah. Anyways, um, he was uh, Chris Rock was doing a. Um, Rock was presenting an award for a documentary feature but before announcing the nominees of the winner who was Summer of Soul the comedian joked about Will Smith's wife Jada Pinkett Smith who was seated next to her husband at the Dobley Theatre in Hollywood. He proceeded to say jada i love ya gi jane 2 can't wait to see it uh gi jane 2 is a film don't know i think it's like a 90s film um and the woman there is is bald for a little reference because i was like what is going on so i had to little I had to google it i was like what was, this re- was what was this reference um so yeah rock said seeming to refer to the actor's short hair pinkett smith who suffers from alopecia, was not amused and neither was, was her spouse. First of all, um, if, just deep diving into this little hand-connecting uh, incident. Will Smith was a lot... La- I, I don't know if you guys have seen the video. I'll try and get the video and post it out on Instagram. But... <clears throat> If you see the video of Will Smith reacting to Chris Rock, he was smiling and he was having a great time and he was like, ah, ha, 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 until he looked to his lovely wife and she was having none of it. Her face was stone cold, just was not appreciating Chris's rock arms joke. Then Will Smith proceeded to walk up on stage, and slapped chris leaving the stage by saying leave my wife's name out your fucking mouth and proceeded to just storm down the stairs yeah so that's what happened long story short he is banned from the oscars for 10 fucking years will smith is banned from the oscars for 10 years wow wow wow, wow, wow. i just, um yeah but anyways yeah so next
1: extreme.
0: I know I it's so um, it is uh, the next time like uh, Will Smith was on stage and he accepted his um, award for lead actor in his role Richard Williams the protective and demanding father of tennis star Selena Venus he was visibly shaken tears streaming down his face and he apologized to fellow nominees and the motion picture Academy but not to Chris Rock. So he, like, apologised about everything, but he did not apologise for slapping Chris Rock.
1: I love you, Smith,
0: but listen, we need to take some meditation breaths, you know? Just some deep breaths.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it was very extreme. And if you do look at the video, I mean, I was really silly and when I first watched it I was on BBC News and I was at work and we don't have the sound on so I watched it without the sound um and I just saw the slap and I thought oh and when I found out what it's about I was a bit like oh it it felt like a publicity stunt I don't know and I thought oh yeah and At first, I was kind of like, oh, well, he was rude about her hair. Like, that's probably what, like, I can see why he slapped him. I can see why Will slapped Chris, maybe. And then when I saw that, and then when I looked again and saw that, he was actually laughing at the joke in the first place. It just doesn't make sense. So, I don't know, I think it could be a publicity stunt, but it's a very extreme publicity stunt i have to i just can't work it I out i feel like
0: um i'm not saying all actors but most actors who really are into acting and taking like their acting career really seriously they do up to go to the oscars and it's kind of like a reward for being such good like actors and being such good, being good up their field and he got banned from that for 10 years so any film if any film industry wants to take him Because of like some film industries would be like, oh no, I don't want to have this reputation within my brand. So they would might opt out to take away from Will Smith. But Will Smith has already such a big name for himself. So like what kind of career stand was this? Um yeah, so like as I as Jazz said as well, he was laughing and having a great time at the Oscars until he like looked at Jada and Jada was not having it i I don't know maybe it's maybe it's a stunt but also another conspiracy theory or like another gossip uh, trend is that they he is kind of insecure in his in his marriage because um jada cheated a couple of weeks years ago and they're still like in a shaky relationship and he was trying to I don't know, maybe be better. I don't know what kind of arguments they have had with between. And maybe he, one of the arguments was like, oh, he's not like masculine enough or he's not like standing up for her enough. So maybe he was like, oh, I need to stand up for my woman and kind of went to the extreme. And also I was in the car the other day, um, driving back to Oslo. And I was in this, I was, I was looking at this um, article where Jada Smith actually... spoke up about it um for the first time because she's just been silenced she's been m.i.a she's ghosted everything and she explained it as that was not what she wanted like it came out of nowhere and she does not want to stand for this and just because it is her husband's action does not mean that that should reflect badly upon her because she does not control any person so to my understanding she did she did not want a part of that maybe that's part of the publicity stunt or maybe she's trying to turn things around but yeah there's so many like little things going on and i just want to know what the fuck is going on because that slap came from inside
1: inside Mm, it can't have just been that joke it must have been built up from somewhere else because people, it's it's normal for the hosts to make jokes about um, the actors or or like directors or people there. They always do that. Um, I just think it was really, I think what's sad was really badly handled by the Oscars or the people who run the Oscars because they said, oh, they tried to get make him leave the Oscars, and apparently he said no, and they just went well, they said, okay, like, they could have escorted him out. I think once he did the slap, rather than, you know, get, making it become... Because it became a really big deal. People like, oh, he hasn't been punished for what he did. And I think because he didn't get punished straight away, they've slapped a... Slapped, yeah. <laughs> um, A 10-year ban. Sorry. <laughs> they put a 10-year ban on... Will Smith from going to the Oscars and it just feels a bit I don't know it just seems really over the top and it's almost like they're compensating on how they dealt with it wrong and I saw in a lot of places there you know obviously people annoyed or think it's bad that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock but a lot of people are saying that he shouldn't have got a 10 year ban there are people who are like there are I don't want to bring race into it per se but there are white men who are like paedophiles who can still technically go to the oscars they're not banned so like harvey weinstein of course he's in the uh he's in prison for sexual assault or sexual abuse now but he was never banned even though that all of that stuff came out to light and same with woody allen like he's married his own daughter and they're still not like Oh, that's weird. You know, he they can still go to the Oscars. I feel like it's a little bit. There feels a little bit of a racial bias there in that sense. No, yeah, I I fully agree. Like
0: there are, I'm not saying that Will Smith should go out without any precautions or like, for every action there is a reaction. Uh, and he pro- he definitely de- does need a reaction for that slap and not like oh good like. Oh anyways but the other people out in the world who are still winning oscars or have won oscars that are still not banned from the oscars like what you said about Woody allen and all um the other, the other people that they have had such a bad pa- like if you are a child like if you're a rapist if you're marrying your own child against the law and all like if you're uh what is it called um you know when a young person grooming when you're grooming um, a younger person because it's, it's such in like the Hollywood acting film industry that you groom young children you take advantage of young children like even if they're 17 or just if you're waiting for them to be 18 to then do something about it then you've been sexually you've been sexualizing them since they were under 18 and still does not make your actions right so I There are so many other things that are so much bigger than that slap. Um, who should have gotten a ten-year band? But I do feel like having a ten-year band for a slap is a little bit going overboard. Also, like speaking about like roasting and everything. Um (laughs) for the first time, there were three women hosts. First time in 94 years of the Oscars, all the women all the women, all the hosts were women. Um it was Amy amy schumer regina hall and wanda sykes, sykes I don't know. and know. was amazing people and one of the hosts um had a joke about child grooming or something i think it was leonardo dicaprio or whoever it was i'm not s- saying this i need to double check my facts we'll post this on instagram when i find it but she...
1: I think it was Leonardo Was it? Because
0: she said it. She, One of the hosts was like... I think it was about Leonardo. Yeah, because she was like, oh, and something about your 15-year-old girlfriend or something like that, or your 15 year younger girlfriend, whatever it was. Which was like, um, that is a little bit inappropriate. Like, that seems... But okay. And nothing got out of that. But w- yes, but I'm not saying that it is okay to joke about alpicia but everything just got out of hand didn't it
1: yeah i don't know do you know what i know we're talking still on the slap i mean i know it shouldn't (laughs) have taken over the oscars but it kind of did um listen i I would not have known the oscars
0: was going on if i did not see that i mean
1: i know i don't want to I'm not gonna name names, but I've heard a couple people say, "Oh, well, it's this is what really annoys me." Okay, and I've actually heard this. I'm not making it up. Um Somebody said, a couple people said, "Oh, it's a shame that it's black on black violence." Oh, what a shame that is black on black violence. It's oh, I can't. It's the shame. It like what? Sorry, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. I was trying to say it in a different way, but, like, why does that matter? What, do you mean? Why? what a shame. Or, like, oh, like, oh, look, it's, or, like, something to do, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, you know, because I think what they meant is, like, oh, you know, there's already racism why is a black man hitting another black man or oh it's always they always blame racism on us but it's in their own like violence comes from them as well I don't know but it was just a very odd thing Mm. to say
0: no yeah I have never thought about it I've never thought about it was oh it's black on black crime I just thought damn what the fuck but yeah I feel like there's a lot of if I'm not saying again I am not uh, standing up for Will Smith what he did is wrong and I'm I cannot saying I cannot say it enough but whenever a black person does something there's always an underline of race whatever we do if it's good if it's bad it's whatever there's always that why is it black on black crime what this black man did this this black da 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 black 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 and I'm like it was a man who slapped another man. Why do we have to pull in race into it? it? Why is it black on black race? Why is it just not... Why is it black on black race? Listen. <laughs> Crime or hate or yes, whatever. It's just... Why do we have to put such a light into... Who we are? Then what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I just
1: think why can it be... Okay, it was a slap between... Um, like somebody slapped another person and it was really bad. I don't know why the fact that they were both black had to play a part in it because she, he wasn't slapping him for a racial reason. It was to do with a poorly designed joke or a joke that he, somebody clearly didn't like. I don't know. I just think it, you know, it's a shame that, that It's sad that it comes to that point in a way yeah
0: no I 100% agree um because I feel like people of color have always especially like in westernized society or in a white dominated society have always had to be their best selves they always have to be on top because apparently if you do something wrong then you are representing the whole black race or like the whole asian race or the whole daddy daddy race it it, it just cannot be this person did this person did something bad it is this person of this race did something bad and this represents like the whole kind of stereotype and like black on black crime and like black men are violent (coughs) maybe they didn't pull it that far but it was just an example of how people have to be on their best behaviors, no matter what, and I don't feel like white people do think about this because you don't say white on white crime or this white man did this, this white, da-da. it's like this man did this or this woman did this, but if like there's there's a race involved, then it is the whole entire race, and it kind of, I think it's a little bit too much of a responsibility to carry a whole race by yourself, because what I do does not represent people of my race it's just because I did it I fucked up okay how do we learn from this and how do we move on mm,
1: exactly I just thought it was very I don't yeah it was really uncalled for and like you said I completely agree saying that oh you would never go old what a shame the like white on white violence like oh that's really like why would you do that like you'd never ever say that But there was a lot of good things in this Oscars, I must admit. Um, Like Coda. Um, I think it was Coda that won Best Picture, wasn't it? And Coda is a film about deaf people, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He
0: was... Wasn't he the first person to win the... He was the second deaf person to win an Oscar, but the first deaf person to win an Oscar within that category, or something like that. I can't remember. Bless him. Yeah,
1: yeah. So there's um, a w- one of the women who uh, is all who's already in. I think um, the pro. I think she's already in the film. Um, her. She'd already won, she was like the first actress or actor at all to win um, an award and be deaf. But it was the first, yeah, it was the first award in that category that had been won um, by somebody who's deaf. And I just thought the fact that a whole film surrounded by deaf and showing like the talents of the deaf community, it was really nice because um, we talk a lot about race racial diversity and sexual diversity or gender diversity within the Oscars and how it's bad but we don't really look at disabilities all the time and um, the fact that like this was, this is a disability and you know you're never going to see it really in films and win in films but this did, it was nice it was something that was good for once you know
0: I definitely do agree. That
1: was a very nice
0: moment. And I'm still on my, uh, what is it called? My, what is it called? My Not my theme, but like, one of my sayings is that I feel like more people should talk about rep- representing their part. So, like, as a mixed-race person, I don't know that much about disability because I'm not disabled. I don't know about being gay. I don't know about being da-da-da just because, like, I haven't experienced those things. So people who have experienced it and have it firsthand need to have a platform to speak up about it because then it would get in, like, we would have such a, what is it called? Like, a preview of how it is and how we should be more cautious about it or just have more representation. So like little boys and girls, theys and thems just have a lot of, oh, what is it called? Oh my God, my brain is not working. People to look up to. There we go. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was nice. I haven't actually watched the film, so I feel like I can't comment that much on the actual film itself um, and what the acting was like. Uh, But I just think it was, it was quite groundbreaking that it won in that sense. I mean, I know somebody who was deaf has already won an acting award at the Oscars, but that was what, 35 years ago? And that's once, that's one person uh, out of 93 or I think it was like the 93rd Oscars. I think it was the 94th, actually.
0: This year was the 94th. There you go. 94 years oh, wow. and only two people who are deaf has won an Oscar. Kind of says a lot and either in the industry and not providing a platform for people with disability to shine and speak their... Not even speak their truth, but like be it, Go ahead and... um follow their passion because i'm sure like a lot of deaf people um or disabil disabled disabled people do want a place in the film industry but don't get the chance also says a lot about the oscars and not putting up more representation but that's just my tea
1: yes yes i agree um It says a lot about the Oscars. But the Oscars has always been kind of... I don't know, I I love the Oscars and I love watching it, but I do think it's like a privileged film place. It's always more likely to be people of privilege or it's the same... I don't want to be like... It's the same actors and the same directors and the same styles of films that usually win. And I just think that's so boring they should really you know Look push at the it difference. a bit further yeah,
0: yeah yeah i feel like um when i was doing my little research today i was reading so like the oscar histories between 1923 and 2022 well I would guess, before this Oscars happened. Um, only five actors have won the best award ever. It's not like um, supporting or whatever, but like best actor or actress, there's like five people of colour. And I find that very surprising. So like the first person to win um, the best actor, actress award is Sydney Poitier in 1963 for Lilies of the Field. He also become, became the first man to win An Oscar for Best Actor. The second one is Denzel Washington, 2002, um, in Training Day. The third one is in 2002 as well, um, called um, (laughs) sorry called Haley Berry, and he won Monsters Ball. No, she sorry, she won. It was not he. She won, and she was the first actress, the first actress in 2002. It's been happening since 1920, when did I say? 19, woo, 1923, and the first actress of like a person of colour, like a black actress, was in 2002. Um, anyways we have Jamie Foxx in 2005 he became the first black American to be nominated for an acting Oscar in two categories in the same year although he took the trophy for the best actor for his portrayal of Ray Charles in the 2004 biographical film Ray and the fifth one is Forest White Walk in 2006 the last king of Scotland you're telling me through all those years There've only been five Best Actor awards who are
1: black. You telling me that? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's actually mental. I know. I mean, that's that it's nice that um, Will Smith, I guess, won this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So six guys, six guys. But
0: um, what is it? What did I want to say? Um, because yes, I, there are also like Best um, what is it called? not leading yeah supporting actors and all that Mm -hmm. um original screen screenplay and all that but like I feel like the best of the best best Oscars is the best um actor or actress and that is like what people are striving to get within acting but that might be yeah
1: and I think um this comes from like way back and it kind of relates to your as you know, it doesn't really relate to your um dissertation, but we did look, I feel like we looked a lot of this at uni, this idea that like you have like the black best friend or you know, it's never the leading role and perhaps like that's why it's only been five black actors that have won the best leading acting role. Um I wonder if there's more in supporting because it's like, oh well, they're good enough to be in like a supporting role and they're really good in this supported role, but not necessarily the lead um I've actually got this um this quote from Ramon um so his name is, yeah, so his name is Ramon. I don't know why I cannot find his whole name that is really annoying. oh. So it's from Anna Christina Ramon. She is a director of research and civic engagement at UCLA and the co-author of the annual Hollywood Diversity Report. And she said she thinks um, the, what's really difficult about Hollywood and while change is really difficult in Hollywood is because the people in the positions of power are still mostly white men. So they want to get back to a business as usual even though the pandemic showed the promise and the possibility of what the future could be, it's like, you know, it's still white men who are going back to this um, Hollywood business and thinking, oh, well, why would we change anything? Because they want to see themselves in it, I suppose
0: yeah no i do agree i feel like they do want to see themselves they love themselves and want to see themselves thrive and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with wanting yourself to strive but i feel like if it's been like that for so many years and we're still saying this is the first person to to win this or this is the first person to da, 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 win 2022 maybe we should re reevaluate our lives but also like even um as you said um in, before exploitation happened in the 70s uh it was always a supporting actress who was black and it usually was the mama if it was a woman it usually was the mama character who was kind of a safe bet spe- it usually used to be an obese um a little bit not good to look at like very anti-grandma kind of character who'd could not seduce the men and who like women could feel safe leaving their children with and kind of just basically all that good stuff I guess. That's like everything the characters that used to be available for people of colour before black exploitation happened and gave them more of a of a platform to stand on. But black exploitation also has their o- its own flaws because it did go towards them um, you know, the social construction of how black people should be so like they were looking um about violence they were looking of ghetto ratchet and all that they were like making films from those stereotypes so that kind of like strengthened the stereotypes within the fit like within the racial what is it called i cannot speak today do not know why but yeah that's basically what happened and we do have the first um african american woman to win And being nominated for an Academy Award was Hattie McDaniel in 1939. I feel like I've spoken about her. I do not remember when or where, but I feel like... Anyways, she was the first person to win um, an Oscar in the blockbuster movie Gone with the Wind. So Gone with the Wind is a 1939 American epic historical romance film adapted from the 1936 novel of Margaret Mitchell um so this was 19 when, when did i say this was 1939 and when she got went to the hotel where um the nominations were happening she was not allowed to sit on the same tables as her fellow actors and actresses she had to sit in the back somewhere um all alone and when she when she got the the oscar that she was the best act um supporting actress she felt like doors didn't open because usually when you open when we, when you get an oscar doors open people want you like you become this amazing glamorous um actor but that did not happen and like she afterward after a while said in a statement cannot remember where i found this statement that she felt like she did something wrong because of like all of the hate she was getting and Yeah, when you've you've worked so hard and became the first African-American to win an Oscar and also not even win, but be nominated for an Oscar to then come back and tell uh, other people like the viewers that she felt like she did something wrong. So, uh, yeah, that is, um, what is it called, my little rant about... The Oscars, I guess. And also, I remember the 2015 um, hashtag, OscarsSoWhite. So, So, the Oscars have had a lot of backlash between uh, (laughs) race and diversity, but hey-ho,
1: we are not the first. Yeah, I just... I think it's... I think we've had this conversation before. All these awards they're doing a lot better. So there was like Ariana DeBose who won Best Supporting Actress and she's the first queer win woman of colour, um, openly queer woman of colour or Afro Latina to win an Oscar, so that's amazing. Obviously we had a black actor, Will Smith, who won Best Actor, and then there was three um female directors up for um best director best picture nominations and it was a woman who won so that's all really good and I do think we are moving in the direct right direction but there's always like a step back I just feel like as much as we feel like we're going forward with diversity it's not it's almost not inclusive and I think that's what your point is there I mean the um the actress that you said, uh, what was her name again?
0: Two seconds, we're going to find her. We, she is uh, Hattie <laughs> McDaniel.
1: <clears throat> Hattie McDaniel, yeah. So she was invited to the Oscars and it's like, wow, the Oscars are really diverse, but she's not included because she's had to sit by herself or she wasn't a- allowed in. And and it just shows that, I think we've said this before, it's almost like just... a a showing of diversity Mm. it's not actual diversity
0: was it was it last year's oscars or we've talked about a
1: yeah or academy academy award yeah it was academy
0: the academy award sorry yes um it was for series yeah yes Mm. okay Academy awards oh yeah um where we were speaking about how so many people of color were nominated but um looking at the percentage of who actually won it was kind of like look at this cute bouquet we're just gonna pick the white ones but it looks lovely from like outside kind
1: of vibe Mm. but yeah no you don't get that And it's a shame because um, that lady, uh, Christina Ramon, also said in this the article, and it's a Vanity Fair article, that with all these white films, that's becoming more of a risk because you're alienating people and it's not something that's reflective of reality. And I think that really stuck with me because it's true. You think that um, the films that include... Um, a lot of people of colour or different diversities whether that's disability or or race or sexuality or whatever you think that's going to be a risky choice but it's not is it in it's actually less of a risk because you're being more inclusive and like you said before people can actually look at it and be inspired by what they watch or feel like they're involved and i just yeah so
0: that's what i think (laughs) no i definitely do agree um like also i think it was the 2021 um oscars that was really really diverse um or the 2020 but um in far out magazine it says that announcing 2020 their awards um, show had doubled the number of female members from 1446 to 3179 and had tripled their members of color from 554 they've tripled and it's from 554 to 1787 um yes it was 2021 showed the most ethnicity diverse list of nominees in the history of the oscars with the nine non-ethnic performance feature as part of the 20 nominated actors across all four categories so they have been going up Mm. but they have not been um Um, You can see that the Oscars have been working really hard, especially from that backlash in 2015 of Oscars, uh, the hashtag Oscar is so white. Um, They've been working really hard to kind of strengthen the diversity and have a platform for everyone. Again, we still have a long way to go. I feel like it's not just the Oscars. It is everything with life. We still have a long way to go. And yeah, that is
1: all I have to say about that case yeah and um I mean this isn't diversity but I thought it'd be quite a nice thing to look at unless you've got more to say um so Koda obviously amazing that it won best picture and the um it was actually the guy who One he won a Best Supporting Actor, um, acting role. Troy Kotsa, um, he's the first male deaf performer to win an act an Oscar, and it was the Best Supporting Actor. And then Coda won Best Picture. Um, and obviously that's amazing because there's a lot of um diversity in that and etc. But it's interesting that it was made by Apple TV. So. Is I think it's actually one of the first films or the first film to win a massive, an award from the Oscars that is from a streaming platform, not that's come straight to cinema. And I just thought, I wanted to know what you thought about that, that the fact that these films, and then a couple of the films were Netflix films as well, so The Power of the Dog and The Lost Daughter, they were all films that originally from Netflix um so you didn't have to go watch them in the cinema and i just thought is this a good thing that I... these films are winning like they are good yeah but is that killing cinema oh
0: that is definitely killing cinema i feel like this is not a debate of that cinema is becoming a very um old fashioned old school thing I feel, especially after the, um, after the pandemic, because so many things like the cinemas were shut down just because it was not COVID friendly. Um, And it has been dying out for a while, I think, especially after the streaming um, facilities have started coming out like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple, there's such a wide, and also the TVs that are being made, the 65 tomer to i don't know how to, i don't know how but you know like the big screen tvs i know that my some of my friends and my uh some of my family have a built-in cinema even though it's very like expensive for some people but it's becoming more and more accessible to most of the majority so like why would someone go to the cinemas and pay for so much money nice P- pay pay money to watch a film once when you have a streaming website and could be watching it not like you rewatch films or anything you mainly watch one thing if it's a bad thing i think it's a bad thing just because it kind of ruins the gut like you know that excitement you're gonna go and watch a film with your friends you're gonna get some popcorn you're gonna do that but i do feel like the oscars opening up to more films within streaming websites kind of gives more people um and access to the, to, to win the Oscars because then if it's the same directors and the same kind of actors going on the big screen or like in the cinema, it kind of shortens who can win because it's like, oh, this went to the cinemas and maybe they should allow more people in the cinemas to then widen. I don't know where I'm, yeah. Yes, I just, I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like that Netflix and not, cause people who are working their ass off, cause I feel like Netflix films, are in This moment in Time as as good as some of the cinema films. So they should have a fighting chance to win an Oscar and maybe there would be more of a possibility to uh, broaden the diversity. But yeah, that is just my point of view.
1: Oh, definitely. No, I agree. I think it's difficult because I think, oh, well, it's a shame that Netflix or Apple TV are winning like, the best picture awards now and stuff and they haven't even had a chance to be on cinema and that's I'm a big fan of the cinema I love going to the cinema but I guess in a way you're right it is more accessible for people also people who are watching not everybody has time to go to the cinema or has the money to drive to the cinema, buy popcorn sweets there, then watch. buy the ticket to watch the film. With this so... gas
0: prices, listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So I guess in that sense, yeah, it's good. And to be fair, especially I don't really have... I don't have Apple TV, but Netflix films are so good. And if they're getting... They've got the money and if they're getting the actors and the directors to make those films then they have a chance of winning I just think it would be nice if Netflix could do a deal with like Odeon or a cinema and be like oh um you have to you can show my film for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or something I don't know no, yeah just so cinema has a chance <laughs>
0: I do I do a hundred percent get that and like sometimes maybe you could have a deal with cinema productions and say that you could show my film for this um amount of time before I release it on Netflix because then they would get money for people going to the cinemas. Also I could I could knit everything up to black exploitation. Listen, the love I have for black exploitation is a little bit too much. But it's also how like the cinemas stayed afloat in the 70s because when everyone was kind of moving into um because it was i can't remember what it was like moving, everyone was moving into the suburbs and away from the cinema so not a lot of people were in this were in the city to watch the films and this is how uh black exploitation kind of made the cinema stay afloat until the next um Thing came along because only people who were in who had enough money to st- not enough money, but the people who did not have enough money to stay in the suburbs were the people basically people of color and they had a little bit left over to go and see a black exploitation film and see people of their so I feel like if they had the same kind of idea, not saying that it's black exploitation, but like if Netflix was like, okay, we have a great film, show this for the next month and then we will put it up on. Our streaming websites, then they would help the cinemas and the arts kind
1: of stay Mm. longer. Mm, Definitely, I think so. I think it'd be nice to do that. Anyway, I don't think I have any more notes. I don't know if you've got any notes that you want to add. We've we've spoken for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. The slap was a lot to unpack. (laughs) Ah, yes yes it
0: was
1: (laughs) it was a lot it was
0: a lot this was kind of the drive for uh how i even knew again as i said earlier in this podcast how i knew oscars were happening so the slap needed
1: (laughs) a platform in this space (laughs) yes it did okay well thank you for listening guys and if you have anything else that you want to say about diversity in the oscars or maybe we've missed out something maybe you don't agree with something we've said please dm us at mixtalk99 or send us an email if you're old school on mixtalk99 at gmail.com all righty then remember to take care of one another and we will speak soon